Good evening, everyone. Welcome to your D1T and 5 for the evening of Tuesday, July 27th, 2021. I'm Connor Newcomb, and let's get right into the biggest stories. Texas and Oklahoma have formally applied for membership in the SEC. Commissioner Greg Sankey said, quote, While the SEC has not proactively sought new members, we will pursue significant change when there is a clear consensus among our members that such actions will further enrich the experiences of our student-athletes and lead to greater academic and athletic achievement across our campuses. At least 75% of the league's members must approve before an invitation is extended. Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby said, quote, The events of recent days have verified that the two schools have been contemplating and planning for the transition for months, and this formal application is the culmination of those processes. We are unwavering in the belief that the Big 12 provides an outstanding platform for its members' athletic and academic success. We will face the challenges head on, and we have confidence that the Big 12 will continue to be a vibrant and successful entity in the near term and into the foreseeable future. Horns 24-7's Chip Brown reports that, per a source, the buyout money for Texas and Oklahoma to leave the Big 12 before 2025 could come from the roughly $160 million UT is still owed by ESPN for the final 10 years of a 20-year $300 million contract for the Longhorn Network. Interim South Carolina President Harris Pastides confirms to The Athletic that league presidents are expected to vote on whether to formally invite Texas and Oklahoma this week. However, he notes that, quote, from what I have been told and from what I read as well, they won't be integrated until 2025, roughly 2024, 2025. It depends on their media contracts, which they cannot break. So I think we're talking about a fairly long period, which is good, by the way. I know some fans might hope it will be right away, but the scheduling and the divisional issues will take a fairly long time. Regarding how such a weight would impact UT and OU, he adds, quote, that's not a South Carolina problem. It's a Texas and Oklahoma problem. It was done before by Texas A&M and Missouri. That's an issue of lawyers and contracts. He goes on to contend that, quote, I don't believe the eventuality of two conferences is an inevitable outcome of this. I also don't think it is an enviable outcome of this. The last thing I am hoping for is that the Big 12 or any other conference collapses as a result of some realignment, and I don't think that should be expected. One Power 5 AD tells Sportico's Anthony Krupe that UT and OU represent just the first domino to fall. Quote, as soon as NCAA President Mark Emmert threw up his hands and sort of said the hell with it, let the conferences sort it out, it was like someone rang a dinner bell at the pig pen. For ESPN, the benefits of having full control over the new mega SEC is impossible to overstate, according to Krupe. And Craig's media consulting Patrick's Craig's adds, quote, this is the cleanest value creation exercise I can imagine. Craig's also points out the Pac-12 may make a counteroffer to the Sooners and Longhorns, but the league's relationship with ESPN may make that untenable. Quote, the problem is ESPN wants this to happen. Is the Pac-12 really going to get in the way of that? The Big 12's football TV ratings provide a, quote, eye-opening explanation for the departure of Texas and Oklahoma, per the athletic Stuart Mandel who notes that, quote, perhaps the most telling sign of how disproportionately important OU and UT were to those Fox and ABC is that 33 of the 38 Big 12 games chosen for ABC or Fox, which is 87%, involved one or both of those schools. In 2019, all 11 Oklahoma games covered by the Big 12's Tier 1 contract were shown over the air. 10 of 11 were the year before. It's no coincidence, then, that 27 of the conference's 30 most viewed regular season games over the last two seasons involved the Sooners and or the Longhorns. The one game in the 10 most watched matchups from 2018-19 that did not include OU or UT was the 2018 matchup between TCU and Ohio State. For Oklahoma during that stretch, the average TV audience was 3.76 million, while Texas averaged 3.2 million. The rest of the league averaged around 886,000. 
Consequently, Mandel points out that if TV consultants are correct that the Longhorns and Sooners generated 50% of the $24 million generated for each team, the remaining eight schools can expect that number to drop to $12 million, while their overall league distributions would fall from $38.5 to $26.5 million, assuming other revenue streams remain the same, which Mandel notes is, quote, unlikely. And the Pac-12 has received, quote, significant inbound interest from other schools about joining, according to Commissioner George Klievkoff, who says the league will evaluate its options in a, quote, very timely manner. Klievkoff adds, however, that, quote, we do not believe expansion is required to continue to compete and thrive. Additionally, Klievkov remarks the, quote, interesting opportunity of a scheduling alliance has been discussed preliminarily. And ESPN's Andrea Adelson notes that with, quote, all ACC schools tied into a grant of rights through 2036, the league feels confident it will not get poached at least right away. The Pac-12, Big 12, and Big 10 do not have a GOR that goes that long. That's your D1T and 5 for the evening of Tuesday, July 27th. I'm Connor Newcomb, reminding you to join us back here tomorrow morning.